Yeah, it's like shot out of a cannon. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the hijinks. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. The opportunities. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And the wisdom. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Oh, what's going on? What's with that weird Top Gun music? Hello, Pete Mitchell. Oh, God. Why am I here? Wait a minute. Why are you here? I heard the best of the best were going to be back. Okay, um, and? And you screwed up something on this week's podcast, and you need to clear it up right now. Think of me as your conscience, your sexy conscience. Okay, uh, and? And the jet fumes are good for my voice. Okay, but if we're going to have a fake Top Gun skit, can I at least get my wingman daily in here? Oh, the cute one. Sure. Hey, Spearsy, what's up? Holy hell. What is she, he doing here? You screwed up the podcast this week, cutie. Wham isn't getting back together. Crap, she's right. George Michael's PR guy came out a day after recording saying the whole thing was just a careless whisper. (laughs) Oh, great. So what the hell am I supposed to do with all these Choose Life shirts I ordered? Sell them on eBay. They're all triple XL. Dude, we're screwed. Triple XL? That's my size. Just let me wake you up before I have to (laughs) go-go. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears Woo! with TampaBay.com. And today, another edition of 80s News Now. With me as always, he's the George Michael to the... Honestly, seriously, I'm Andrew Ridgely's <laughs> microphone tech. I can't do better Oh, than that. no, come on. But you're so handsome and talented. You're an awesome microphone tech. Sean Daly, Times Pop Music Critic. Yes, I love it. You know, we were just sitting there today at our desks, and we were working on other projects. And I'm like, you know what, Steve? Let's put on a show. Come on. And not the upstairs. normal kind of show that you and I normally put on for each other. <laughs> let's get a donkey and, <laughs> and five bananas and put on a show. No, and we said, you know what, let's give them a little something extra. Last show was the Rock of Ages podcast, and we urge you to go out and see it. And from the numbers, none of you did. <laughs> but we stand by our assessment of Tom Cruise's Stacey Jacks, and now I'm officially living the Stacey Jacks life. Yeah, Sean Daly's single. Yes, yes. So uh, it's, it's depending good. on when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> I should clarify that. This one is sticking. She was miserable, and now I'm free. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah. So, so it's news now. A little bonus show, a little, a little kerfluffle. I know. A little, a little treat for you. We're feeling kind of squirrely because it's uh, it's officially the summer solstice today. 
And, and like you, I always celebrate with uh, <laughs> solstice with a with a, uh, a huge. Uh, is it the longest day of the year? No, it's not the longest day of the year, is it? Is yeah, that I think solstice? it is. I think it is. So oh, great! <laughs> oh, trust me, what I have tonight, yeah, literally and figuratively. And uh, <laughs> so, so I thought, hey, what a what a great idea to do a summer show. So let's do summer movies of the eighties. Done it. Done it. Yeah, boom, done. Do, do summer uh, summer tunes. No. no done. 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 I thought, hey, let's get Def Leppard on the phone. They're coming to town soon. Done. Done. Summer. Yeah. God. So what do we have left? 80s, 80s News Now. It's been nearly 30 years to the day that Wham! always used the exclamation point entered the UK charts with their first big single, Wham! Rap. Oh, Jesus. Was that their first big single? Yeah, one of them. To begin to uh, mark the anniversary, George Michael says he'll release a new single on the very same day. And get this. I'm taking work off that day. Get this, Sean Daly. Sources say that Michael and former partner Andrew Ridgely of whom I am his microphone tech, could be planning a one-night-only reunion show. Sean Daly, I ask you, what were you doing on June 29, 1982, when Wham! suddenly became the duo of choice for young girls and guys with hairstyles much cooler than ours? Let's see. 1982, I was 12. Um, and I had just discovered myself. Gur animals. <laughs> the sticky gur animal story. I imagine, I imagine I was watching Cinemax at some point. Um... Maybe one of the Emmanuel series. <laughs> Emmanuel in outer space. <laughs> Perhaps Black Emmanuel. That's a dirty one. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so Wham! is back. Here's my problem with Wham! George Michael, for several years now, has had a whiff of desperation about him, hasn't he? Doesn't look good. He's passing out in cars. <laughs> it's good. Same can be said of you. Us. Know the irony is I'm reading this um, Freddie Mercury um, biography now. It's pretty good. I'm going to write it up for the paper, but I was, I was, you know, he was extremely, to a fatal degree, promiscuous. He found love and comfort in, with females, and yet he was uh, sexually active with, uh, with men. And it seems like for all the, 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 the cautionary tale that George Michael kind of lived that same sex, drugs, rock and roll life very, very hedonistically. Um, and, and he seems like he's kind of beaten up. So w- the Wham! reunion, a one night only reunion, doesn't that kind of. Does that Rika who gives a crap a little bit? Yeah, but here's my prediction. Um, they'll do the one night reunion, um, and it'll be like in Wembley, or O2. No, no, nobody does Wembley. It'll be the O2 Arena yeah. in London, and it'll go over so well that they'll, they'll, it'll sell out in two minutes. And so they'll end up doing five shows there, and then they'll say, you know what? Let's do a New York show and an LA show. And the next thing you know, it's going to be New York, LA. So how does Chicago, that work? So they come out, they do some Des Wham Moines. songs, then George Michael does his solo stuff, then Andrew Ridgely does his solo stuff. The best, cricket, hope, is that, best hope is that Andrew Ridgely's wife comes out and does Bananarama <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah, nice one. Are they I still like married? That. Yep. Yeah. Um, what Wham song? So Wham rap, and then Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go was the second single? No, there was another couple singles off oh, of... I love uh, Everything She Wants. Yeah. I love that song. I had that on 45. Yeah, I, I didn't appreciate them then. I'm not entirely sure I appreciate them now, but... I really hated the whole choose life nonsense. You know, uh, so you know my most hated song is uh, Spandau Ballet is True. Yeah. 
I gotta say, Careless Whisper is probably in top ten. Why? I don't just. I don't, but everything she wants, I love. How old were you probably when uh, Careless Whisper came out? Mm, it's like eighty two, right? Is that their second album? Eighty three, four. Eighty three, four. Yeah. So thirteen, fourteen. You were seventeen, eighteen, about right. Yeah. So see, for me, that's a major makeout song. For you, it's just kind of a. I was making out by myself, <laughs> practicing in the mirror. Did you ever do that? <laughs> making out? Yeah. I practice on a pillow. Really? Yeah. It's so dry. <laughs> I, mean, I like a, I like a married. The mirror gives like, back. <laughs> the mirror gives back. The Steve Spears story. The mirror gives t- back. I don't want any t-shirts showing up saying the mirror gives back. <laughs> the mirror gives back. That's to tell your autobiography. And it's like your half your face is smiling, the other half is sad, but it's cut by a mirror. The mirror gives back. Great. I would see him. I would go see him. I would see George Michael if he came through. Um I hope they get back together. I, I like seeing reunions. I think it's a feel-good story. You can never get enough reunions. Maybe someday there'll be a Stuck in the 80s reunion. We'll have some sort of like big breakup, but then five years later we'll come back. God, will anyone care? We'll be stuck in the 90s. Droids. Man. Droids will still care. <laughs> droids. Pop quiz, uh, Hotshot. Yep. Uh, name the album that Wham Rap was from. Uh, would that be Wham? No. Oh, I thought that was like a Steve Spears no. trick. What is it? Fantastic. It's called Fantastic? It's called Fantastic. Is that like the only hit off of their first album? No, there was a couple, of which I can't remember. I gotta look that up. Okay, cool. There you go. Uh, Brad Williams from LA says he still listens to it every every day. What? Every week. What? Fantastic. No, he doesn't. I swear to God, it's on the Facebook page. I want to slap him. (laughs) You ready for something else? Sure. Here we go. McCartney turns 70 years old this week, and there is no combination of Beatles or Wings lyrics that can possibly make us feel better about that. Yeah, remember the big deal was like, because Paul from Sgt. Pepper's has, you know, when I'm 64. Right. And the big thing is like, oh, you know. When he turns 64. When he turns 64. And that's like six years ancient ago. history. Ancient history. So the Beatles and Sir Paul uh, obviously don't belong to any one decade, but we're in the business of celebrating uh, the 80s here. So let's talk about Paul in the 80s. Uh, Paul McCartney's real name? Paul McCartney. No, actually, it's James Paul McCartney. He had seven albums and six top ten tunes. God, seven albums yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, in so our beloved years. So, Mr. Daly, without looking at the notes that I've graciously provided to you, uh, give me your favorite Paul McCartney tune of the 80s. I have to admit, I did have the 45 for Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us, great song, maybe. A, no- a novelty song, a lot of stuff going on there, yeah. like eight different songs all mushed together, but fun. Spies Like what? Us. Yeah. What was better, the movie or the song? Are you, we love Spies Like Us. Why are you saying that? I know, but I'm saying, which, 
Do you like the movie? Give better? me one line quick. One line from Spies Like Us. I was going to hook up your family with the Disney Channel for free, <laughs> but you can forget about that. You, you, you are a savant. Any movie, boom. Uh, uh, from Highlander, quick. Line from Highlander. Uh, there could be only one, obviously. Or, uh, I like the view from your apartment, Brenda. <laughs> Stump Spearsy. That'd be a fun new um, uh, seggy for us to Stump Spearsy. People throw in really obscure movies like Gleaming the Cube or something like I that. I love Gleaming the Cube, but I swear I can't. I don't know any lines from it. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, I have to say, I, uh, who's Girl, what's his name? <laughs> That's SOB. <laughs> Christian oh. Slater. Christian Slater. <laughs> was he gleaming the cube? Yeah. Really? That's not what it means. Uh, it turns out it wasn't what I thought it was. Anyway, I love Spies Like Us. Uh, however, my favorite Paul McCartney song in the 1980s was a little duet he did with Michael Jackson called Say, Say, Say. My kids love that song. You know why they love it? Because uh, they recognize the genius of McCartney, who actually plays almost every instrument. Really? In that song. That's awesome. Including the slide whistle. <laughs> I don't know if there's a slide whistle in there. I just always, I always thought there should have been one. What's the name of your new autobiography? The song. Oh, um... <laughs> We've already forgot the, we've already the, forgot mirror, the, the mirror gives back. The mirror yeah, gives back. The mirror doesn't give back. The mirror gives back. The mirror does give back. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite uh, McCartney song from the 80s? I whistle it every day. No one, no one ever catches me doing it. Um, because the video starts with Paul McCartney whistling. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No more lonely nights. From the uh, epic uh, motion picture, Give My Regards to Broad Street. Have you seen it? Yeah. Isn't it bizarre? Isn't there like a gleaming blue box or yeah, something? Yeah, that's like that? the whole point. A gleaming cube. The box where the movies are. Um, Ringo's in it. Let's see, who else is in it? Uh, George Martin. Bowie. Uh, they're, they're long Jagger. Time producer. Aren't there some rock cameos? Uh, maybe. It's it's not horrible. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it kinda, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of um, Rock of Ages in the sense that yes, it's, it's, camp, it's campy. But it's still like a moment in time, and you just got to appreciate it. Yeah. I'd much rather be Stacey Jacks than Paul McCartney. Paul circa. McCartney's got to be on your bucket list. I mean, if you could ever interview. I mean, have you already kind of written off the fact that you'll ever interview someone like McCartney? You know what? Well, last time he was here, maybe two times ago, the, uh, the, my reporter friend Curtis Ross from the Tampa Tribune um, got to interview him. And I was really pissed about that. It's just like, hey, he called him up himself. Hey, it's Paul. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like, uh,. Um, you know, here's my thing. Let me rest assured. Uh, McCartney turned 70. I just reviewed Neil Diamond at the Tampa Bay Times Forum, who's 71. And Neil Diamond was getting around, man. He was good. It was a good show. Two hours straight, no intermission. So McCartney's one of those guys. He still puts on like two and a half, three hour shows. I th he's in pretty good shape. 
Um, you know, I think you're going to see McCartney tour for another five years, maybe. You God, know, seventy five years old, still touring. I don't know, man. I, I mean, don't feel tour. I think what he'll, he'll do is he'll do one-off shows, three, like three shows at Madison Square Garden. Oh, I think he's got one more tour. Or two him. shows at the oh, Staples I, Center. I guarantee he has one more tour. In oh, God, it's good. I, I don't it's have good. a tour in me now. <laughs> forty-four years old. That's just the fact that I could drive to work every. Are you forty-four? Yeah. I just, thought I always thought we were three years apart. We're two years apart. I think we're in that. Um, oh, is this a, the 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 time? The quickening. I think they call it in Highlander. <laughs> What else do we have in the glowing blue 80s news now box? Do I really have to read this? Because honestly, it sounded so much better when I just blogged it. <laughs> really? Tower, this is Tom Cruise requesting a flyby. Oh, God. That sounds bad. It Someone does. punch me. Next time I write something like that, just punch me. Uh, it seems that Maverick is destined to fly again. Uh, there is more news of a sequel to 1986's Top Gun. Uh, Cruise is seeing his stock in Hollywood climb again, especially after his latest head-turning starring role in Rock of Ages as a character whose name I keep forgetting. Stacy Jacks! So, Hollywood and Mr. Daly, is it time to take him to bed or lose Tom Cruise forever? I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I love Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise Do I knows wanna... that the mirror gives back. <laughs> Do I want to see um, Top Gun 2? No, not necessarily. I'm not a big fan of the original. I know you are. Out of, like, Spearsy's most quoted movies, Top Gun has to be. Like, it should be everybody's. So I lives. think Star Wars is probably your first. Yeah. You got Star Wars, you quote a lot. Um, Top Guns, maybe like. I like four. to quote uh, various episodes of Perfect Strangers a lot, too. <laughs> Balky. <laughs> Where is Balky from? He was like some from Toledo. I believe <laughs> the Toledo. answer was. Um, Do you give a shit about uh, Top Gun, too? Uh, you know, only from a historical standpoint. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. You know, Tom Cruise is in great shape. I could see him coming back and selling himself as the Tom Skerritt uh, character, as, as now he's the head of Top Gun. You know, it's some brash young pilot comes in, probably played by Channing Tatum. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the tomfoolery that results from that. But now what I'm hearing now, though, is that uh, Val Kilmer is also interested in returning. I I love Val Kilmer. I really do. But he's not in Top Gun shape anymore. And he's like two Val Kilmers. I look... Better than Val Kilmer these days. That That's not actually true. The mirror gives back. It does give back. Um, Tom Cruise was at the uh, Rock of Ages premiere, and he and MTV asked him about it, and he said, "Quote: I hope we can figure out how to do this again. Um, if we can find another story that we all want to do, we all want to make a film that is the same kind of tone as the other one and shoot it the same way we shot Top Gun. Well, of course, duh. Um, supposedly, a director Tony Scott and, and Jerry Bruckheimer are already on board." Um, a website does say Kilmer wants to reprise his role. Um, for some reason, I just don't see this happening. I see some people making some money off of maybe writing some scripts. Yeah, right. You know, it's like Ghostbusters 3. Like, I don't think Ghostbusters 3 will ever happen. But a lot of people are making some money off of coming well, it'll up probably happen, like, But it'll be like they'll replace Bill Murray or they're going to get tired of Bill Murray waiting around. Or Yeah. Um, your prediction. Top Gun 2, does it happen? No. No, I'd say we're all going to be flying a uh, cargo plane full of rubber dog out of Hong Kong before we ever see this movie make the theaters. How many Top Gun quotes did you stick in that item? 
Uh, plus, you can't use uh, what's her name anymore, uh, Kelly McGillis. Why? Because she's from the Isle of Lesbos. <laughs> well, I mean, she looks. She does look older than all the rest of us combined. By the way, do you know what they love on the Isle of Lesbos? The Saggies. Ah, uh, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for mystery movie mailbag. Hey, because this is eighties uh, news now. <laughs> we... Why am I laughing at everything? I'm like laughing. That was gas. the most. That was the. You most... know why? Because I'm single and I'm happy and I'm free for the first time <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Freedom. I won't let you down. Freedom. Uh. Uh. Wasn't that a Wham song? Do uh, some Michael McDonald's. Do some. Uh, on my own. No, no. The sweet freedom. Just sweet freedom. You know, I interviewed Michael McDonald. How'd that go? Awesome. He's coming to town next month. It was great. Sean, let me tell you something. No, he was great. It was is, really is that how he talks? Yeah. Not like as he's husky. yawning. He wasn't trying to seduce me. But it, it was pretty, still pretty deep. It was funny. funny did you guy. ask him? Did you ask him? I just got to know this before we get started. In the only segi that we have. Yes. Um, uh, people make fun of Yacht Rock these days. It's become a joke. I mean, did you ask him kind of, you know? He was joking about, you know, he's a bit of a punchline on Family Guy and some other stuff. And he totally gets the joke. Remember, he recorded a song for the South Park movie. Like, he can poke fun at himself, too. And so when he gets ripped on, and his son, he has a son now, who like, is like, oh, Dad, your pathetic comic value is coming in handy. And so they're, they're really like, he, he can take a joke. He can take a joke. So, um, But no, I think he's proud of what he did. I'm a huge Michael McDonald fan. I don't even say that ironically. Did you tell him the Yamo Be There story from... Yeah, oh, he was... That's how I opened up him, like, you know, you were, uh, you know, linked to my Catholicism. You know, I'd be, and I'm like it was it was Yamo be there and Bet Miller's the Rose, you know. And on the Rose weeks when we had to take communion at Sunday school, and they, you know, some say love, we'd all be like sad, shoulders all slumped down, like a scene from Oliver. And then for like Yamo be there, we're like, uh, Yamo be there, you know. <laughs> These kids he is kind of rocking up communion. Woo! Yeah, no, he was great. I wish we would have recorded it. I gave you the option. I said, Let's but do you were it. a big. Boop. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, mystery movie mailbag. I don't know why I have the giggles. Uh, the first letter is from Cloister Maximum, who says, Hey, Stephen, Sean, just wanted to let you guys know about an 80s event I'm putting together up here in Portland. Is that Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon? Oh, I see. It's Portland, Oregon. Uh, and see if you could mention on the blog or podcast for any readers slash listeners that live in the Pacific Northwest. Have you been to the Pacific Northwest, Steve? No, never. Beautiful. Never. Beautiful country. Uh, it's a one-night-only <laughs> showing at a classic movie theater in the northeast quad of Portland called the Hollywood Theater. We'll be showing about two hours of 80s television commercials with a group of panelists, much like yourselves, who will comment, provide historical context, and some humorous quips. Um, I think it's going to be pretty cool and should be in the wheelhouse of fans of the podcast. Um, I can read the link. You can read the link. Yeah, it's Hollywood Theater, and that's theaterre.org slash night, uh, hyphen, hyphen 80s, hyphen commercials slash. I don't think you <laughs> that last time. Anyway, or go to Stuck in the 80s. Um, Just Google uh, Hollywood Theater. I would think that would work. Yeah, anyway, thanks, guys. Cloister Maximus, Portland, Oregon, eternally and gratefully stuck in the 80s. So that sounds like a fun event. Yeah, the Portland the- people, the, the Oregon uh, crowd, they're so... Uh, Wackadoo for Goonies, though, aren't they? Isn't that where Goonies was shot up in there? Goonies, yeah. Goonies, Pacific Northwest. I couldn't get through. Why? Is it for kids' movie? Kids? It's really long. (laughs) I'm surprised Um, kids get through it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, thank you. Empire of the Sun wasn't that long. Uh, It had a happier ending. 
I don't know. Uh, thank you, Cloyster Maximus. If you happen to live uh, in Portland, Oregon, check it out. Do we have a date for this? We do not. <laughs> <laughs> last, <Okay>. week, last week. <laughs> anyway, our next letter is from the great Chase Squires in Denver, Colorado. Denver, ironically, hates the Goonies. <laughs> That's good. That's why I include this. Uh, greetings, my old podcast pals. On a recent Tuesday, re- they released the 25th anniversary of Paul Simon's groundbreaking album, Graceland, which introduced Western audiences to musical influences of Africa. Wow, it was like nothing we'd ever heard, except dot, dot, dot. I have a theory about Graceland. Only slightly <laughs> more hip and sexually attractive than I have a theory about Supertramp. Oh, Chase says, I don't think Paul Simon should get all the credit. What? Dun, dun, dun. While Graceland came out in 1986, it was Malcolm McLaren who set the stage with his 1983 release of Duck Rock, which included the song Double Dutch. Can we play a little bit of it here, guys? I'm assuming we filled that pause. With <laughs> if not, you just heard about 10 seconds of dead air. Uh, it, never, <laughs> it never feels like the late. <laughs> uh, it never feels like the late McLaren gets the due credit for his influences, clearly heard throughout Graceland. There could be no question Simon was building on something he had already heard from somebody else. So I salute the 25th anniversary of Graceland, dot, 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 with an asterisk. Chase. Uh, I don't uh, know what to say about that. Uh, Chase is a smart man and a music scholar. So um, uh, both Sean and I were lucky to see Paul Simon. Oh this, yeah, that's right. You were this, this year, year? Uh, this year or show. late last year. He's seventy. He's yeah. seventy. Yeah, wasn't that an though. amazing show? Unbelievable. And, and he played. Uh, what did he play off of Graceland? He played. Oh, a lot. He played um, Boy in the Bubble. I think didn't he? He played. Uh, yeah, he, he played. He played, Gra- he played Graceland. Graceland. He played Boy in the Bubble. He did Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. Right or like yeah. Gumboots, one of them. I think he did three or four, and now he's touring with it and doing the whole album, and then doing some of his own hits. But um, we are going to do. We're playing. I gave you. I got the promo of it. I gave you the the the, the box set, right? Yeah, it comes in this protective. Uh, I was hoping trapped, and it looks like it was actually invented. Well, in you got the promo slip sleeve. I was hoping they'd send me the real thing, but I don't think that's coming. I bet it already has, and you've kind of. No, just, I, it no, disappeared. No, I'd be honest. I tell you when I take stuff. I did buy on National Record Store Day. I bought the vinyl version. It was cool. Nice. Anyway, we have a show on Graceland coming up. So listen for that. Maybe we'll put Chase on the phone and have him explain this uh, duck rock. And if we can't find it, he can sing a little bit of it. <laughs> we'll be back after this commercial break. How long has it been since your mom's fixed jello pudding for you? A long time ago. How long? A long, long time ago. But she knows it's good for you, right? Uh Uh-huh. And she knows that you love it, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, maybe she forgot. Maybe I should remind her. Mom, you know how the kids love jello pudding. And you know it's made with fresh milk, so it's wholesome. And you haven't made jello pudding for them since... Last night. Last what? (laughs) Kids love jello brand pudding. Remember...
Did I ever take you in my arms, look you in the eye, tell you that I do? Did I ever open up my heart and let you look inside? If I never did it, I was only waiting for a better moment that didn't come. There never could be a better moment than this one, this one, this one. Ah, the genius of Sir Paul. And um, like you said, we're going to do a show on Graceland, which turns um, 25. Yeah. And then uh, 26, actually. It is 26, right? He toured on, on a year after it came out. Uh, let's see. What are, we have a lot of other anniversaries this year that will obviously wham. We're not going to do anything for We're going to do anything for wham. I think we just did. Absolutely. Didn't we? Yeah. Didn't we, didn't <laughs> Does we that count? Do it? Yeah. Does that count? Uh, and I really want to do Australia in the 80s, but um, you're kind of dragging your feet on that. And we might bring in, if we can do Australia in the 80s, we want to do it right. And we might want to bring in a special old friend of yours. In Paul the podcast. Hogan. <laughs> He's got nothing better to do these days. Someone, someone promised us, I got an email the other day, someone promised us more Tim Tams. Remember those? Yeah. The delicious uh, pastry treat from Australia Absolutely. and uh, Vegemite. If we oh, did it, I'd like to try which I consider more of a threat. I always confuse Vegemite and Nutella. <laughs> One's very tasty and sweet, and the other one is what you, you know, scrape in the bottom of a shoe. Mm. But I say let's scrape it anyway and eat it. It can't yeah. be bad than that alien uh, salmon jerky. Remember that? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, oh God. Lord, you know, the, the treats have stopped. Is it because we don't thank people enough? The treats have stopped. Well, you know, here's the deal. I still, it's funny about this show because on Twitter and Facebook, there's still a huge, huge, uh, obviously a lot of listeners. There's a groundswell of support for Stuck in the 80s. But yeah, things like letters, we have any, I mean, we've got two here, but uh, the treats have really stopped. And I got to be honest, that Hollywood theater uh, from, uh, <laughs> from Cloister Maximus, that could have been from 19, <laughs> 2007. I'm not sure. I was trying. Uh, yeah, send us some treats, and we'll uh, we'll reward you by eating them on the air. Yeah, no more Angus dogs. No more Angus dogs. No more Angus dogs. <laughs> All right, wrap this sucker up. Okay, along with the Angus dogs, Sean Daly, myself, Coaster Maximus, and Andrew Ridgely, <laughs> and his loneliest microphone tech. We remain here, hopelessly stuck in the eighties. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. That's a little bumpy at the end, but it's a good show.